Step 5. Confess. Week 1, Day 5. Confess sin to someone you trust. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, heal me from sin. Free me from its power. God not only commands us to confess our sins to Him, but also to one another. We confess sins to each other for the purpose of healing and restoration. James 5 verse 16, the extra mile memory verse, says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. The moment you confessed your need for God's mercy and trusted Christ as your Savior, God forgave all your sin. Jesus' blood set you free from the eternal penalty of sin. But Christ did not pay the penalty of sin so that you could hide and continue to sin without consequence. Jesus died to bury your sinful nature, heal you, and free you from sin's power so that you could live a new life with Him. Romans 6 verse 2 to 4 says, How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with Christ by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. God transforms us using his word, his spirit, and his people. Confessing sins to one another heals relationships, moves us to pray for each other, humbles our prideful nature, builds authentic Christ-centered community, shares the burden of our sins, convicts others of sin, and declares God's grace. Confession to others is essential for healing and restoration. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, In the confession of specific sins, the old self dies a painful, shameful death before the eyes of a brother. Because this humiliation is so hard, we continually scheme to evade confessing to a brother. Our eyes are so blinded that they no longer see the promise and the glory in such humiliation. Since the confession of sin is made in the presence of a Christian brother, the last stronghold of self-justification is abandoned. The sinner surrenders. He gives up all his evil. He gives his heart to God, and he finds the forgiveness of all his sin in the fellowship of Jesus Christ and his brother. Now he stands in the fellowship of sinners who live by the grace of God in the cross of Jesus Christ. Humiliation is defined as lowering of one's position in one's own eyes or others. Self-justification is defined as the act or an instance of making excuses for oneself. Sin survives and grows in the darkness of isolation. Satan uses lies, half-truths, and accusations to keep you isolated shaded from God's light. Here are some common deceptions. You are all alone. No one has temptations like you do. No one understands your pain. If people know your sins, they'll reject you. You will lose all that matters if you tell the truth. You do not need to confess. You can control this. No one will forgive you. You are not worth anyone's time. You will never be free. You were born this way. When you accept these lies and remain isolated, you battle sin alone. But a single soldier cannot win a war. In isolation, you are easily attacked and overcome by the enemy. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, The more isolated a person is, the more destructive will be the power of sin over him. And the more deeply he becomes involved in it, the more disastrous is his isolation. 
Sin wants to remain unknown. It shuns the light. In the darkness of the unexpressed, it poisons the whole being of a person. The expressed, acknowledged sin has lost all its power. The truth is, you are not alone. Isolation is a choice. God gave His Spirit to live in you and in millions of others, so that by His strength and power working through His people, you can overcome sins together. Sin exposed to the light of God in an authentic community loses its power. Inviting Christians into your battle against sin engages God's spirit, strength, truth, and gifts that exist within His people. A loving community reminds you of who you are in Christ, what He has done for you, and that God is good. An authentic community offers God's perspective on sin and your needs. A healing community encourages, prays, tells the truth, and strengthens you. God's people can help carry your burdens, defend against temptation, and direct you toward God's path of healing and restoration. Galatians 6 verse 1 to 2 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Hebrews 3 verse 13 says, But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. God never intended for you to fight battles alone. He commands you to step out of isolation, to be known in your weakness, and experience His strength and healing through His Spirit in His people. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. What is your greatest fear if every sin is exposed? What lies have been effective to keep you isolated in your sins? Question 2. Is there something keeping you from trusting God's will for you regarding confession of your sins to others? Do you believe God can help you through any fallout from exposing your sins to others? Question 3. Briefly describe a time when you willingly confessed a hidden sin. What feelings occurred? What was the result of exposing your sin? During Step 5, Confession, you will share your inventory with at least one other person. Your mentor should be present, but it may also be beneficial to invite some others to join you. Sharing your inventory with others is a humble act of obedience to God. It is a step of faith toward living in the light of God in fellowship with others. By sharing your inventory, you invite the support, strength, and insight of others into your life. You invite them to know you and love you with Christ's love. You invite them to shed God's light on Satan's lies, deceptions, and accusations. They will seek to understand you, provide biblical perspectives about sin, and address anything you may not clearly see. They will pray for the specifics of your life. They will share God's grace and truth with you and encourage you to follow God's path of healing. This is an opportunity to understand and receive the mercy and grace of God in your life through Christ's people. Next week's lessons will prepare you for how to share your inventory. Remember that nothing you share will cause God to reject you. God loves you. Your inventory was nailed to the cross with Christ. Nothing can separate you from God's love. Romans 8 verse 33 to 35 says, Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? 
It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is advocating for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, give me courage to let myself be known. Help me to find healing by your Spirit working through your people. Take note. Besides your mentor, you may have other trusted Christians in your life committed to helping you grow in Christ. It may also be beneficial to ask some of those people to hear your inventory so they can gain insight into your life and find ways to help your growth. As you consider inviting others, keep this in mind. Invite only trusted people with good judgment who are committed to you and will not be hurt or tempted to sin. Gossip, judgment of others, anger, drawn to sins you confess, by the details of your inventory. Limit group size. Share highlights and takeaways with big groups later. For detailed confession, keep the group size comfortable. Do not invite someone of the opposite sex without consulting your mentor and regeneration leaders. Be respectful and mindful of the people listed in your inventory and also those who listen. If you invite someone listed on your inventory to hear your inventory, Consider sharing that part with your mentor separately. If those hearing your inventory know people listed on the inventory, use wisdom when sharing names. If you are unsure of whom to invite or what details to share, discuss your questions and concerns with your leaders and mentor. Review the How to Share an Inventory document and forward how to listen to an inventory document to those you invite to hear your inventory. These documents can be found on regenerationrecovery.org, participant resources for Step 5. Now it's time to take action. Review the memory verse, 1 John 1, verse 7 to 9. Also, review James 5, verse 16 if you are going the extra mile. If you have not done so already, schedule a time to share your inventory with your mentor and others you wish to include. Set aside several hours. Try to share it all in one sitting. But if you think it may take more than four hours, discuss the possibility of spreading it over multiple dates in order to respect the listener's time. <laughs>